Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We have a lot to go over this episode. We have college basketball. We have proper football. We have real American football. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Before we get into the episode, though, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod, where you can find a lot of fun and interactive content. Make sure that you leave a review for the episode if you enjoyed it. And even if you didn't, leave that review as well. We would love the honest feedback. Without further ado, let's get to it. Applebee's 2 for 20. Let's boo. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Don't forget that, right? Let's back this booler. Yeah! Ah! Let's go wild. Let's man. go, baby. Let's go. Welcome in listeners to another episode of the greatest thing in the entire universe. Yeah. It's pretty high praise, but that's what they tell us. Unequivocally. Unequivocally the best thing in the universe. Per review sources. Yes, per uh-huh. sources. That per is source. What, that is what we've been hearing. Source. Mm-hmm. You saying sources plural? Yep. Oh my. From I, the uh, the loyal, strong, and true, royal, strong, and true. I should say, mm. from their camp. Their camp. That's their, what they're saying. Okay. According to our non-peer-reviewed studies. Exactly. Yes. Our now own. this isn't us. We are hearing this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We are not saying this. But we are just repeating what others have told us in confidentiality. Exactly. Yes, and to get things started, I want each and every single one of you to get your car scraper. Mm. You've probably been using that a lot these past few weeks. I don't know about you up in up north, Justin, but we had a winter storm advisory come through. <laughs> kind of buried us. Yes. Do you have any feedback on that winter storm? Any words? I do. Uh Dan said, get your car scraper, and I cannot emphasize that more. Um, I went to Texas this past week. Monday, oh. th- Monday through Thursday, I was gone in Texas at, at a work thing. And it was 80 degrees. I was in shorts and a t-shirt laying out by the pool. Like I literally <laughs> took a nap by the pool. It was 80 degrees outside. It was incredible. I come back home, right? Uh-oh. And I don't really pay much attention because my wife picks me up, and I'm, I'm home. I go to leave the next morning for work. Oh, boy. And there's about, give or take, five inches of snow on my car. <laughs> yeah. And it is completely iced over. Like, we, we got a ton of snow up north. Mm-hmm. And all I have to scrape the freaking ice and snow off of my car is this little, like, cone thing that my grandma bought me to, like, get ice spots that's literally, like, two inches thick. <laughs> so my hand is three in- I don't have gloves either. So I'm three <laughs> inches deep in the snow trying to scrape... The thing's broken. I'm miserable. And oh, no. I don't have anything else to do it. Eventually, like, I live right in front of, like, this, like, business that I don't even know what it does. It might be money laundering. Who knows? Yeah. But the dude okay. there sees me and, like, takes pity on me and lends me his car scraper. Aww. And I'm able to finally get to work 20 minutes late. Nice. So, please, get your car scraper. Yes. And that is a great example of housekeeping. Oh, that's where we were going that's with this. We I didn't going. know that's where we... Wow, surprise. Let's get into it. 
We got a lot of fun stuff to cover this episode, but we are going to start with a new segment. We're going to start with this. It's a brainchild of Jared, our number one producer and number one um, Big J, our number one source in the BYU athletic industry. Yes. I'll let him take it away. Um, Yeah, so we were just watching a game in which a BYU player was playing, but it was not a BYU player that currently plays for BYU. Oh. Now, one of my favorite hobbies is to follow BYU players that transfer away. Um, unless your name is Seneca Knight, and I don't know where you play still. Um, Illinois State, I think. <laughs> yeah. Some, whatever the Redbirds is. Anyway. It's hard to keep track of him. But uh, we were just watching the Texas uh, women's basketball game, Shaylee Gonzalez. Uh, uh, I, I'm not going to call her a traitor. I'll let our listeners do that. No, but... she's a traitor. I'll, I'll say it. Okay. Justin will say it. <laughs> she's also a TikTok star, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. That's what they tell us. Per source. I don't have yeah. TikTok, but there you go. Anyway, she was getting burned up and down the court um, against Baylor. So that was just interesting. And speaking of Baylor, um, I have a new segment. It's called... <laughs> oh, man. We got a whack in the face in this basketball game. A face whacking? Yep. Uh, anyway, in exactly, let's see, eight minutes, Baylor-Oklahoma State men's basketball will tip off. Ooh, and as oh, it is... As it is known, uh, this podcast is very fond of one Caleb Loner, ah, who attends Baylor. Fond is an interesting word. <laughs> yeah. Very intrigued, entertained. Entertained we is a great word. Befuddled. We take interest <laughs> we do. in his performances. We do. We do. Mm. We do. Yep. One way or another. Um, so, uh, anyway, this new segment, it's called Caleb Loner Lines. And, uh, or it, we can call it the Caleb Loner Lines. It's something that I'll send out every time... Uh, there's a Baylor game. Um, and I was going to read you his last five loner lines. And this was going right. to be a funny segment where I read you his stats for the last five games and we all laugh and make fun of him. But then I was kind of getting sad like when I looked at his last five stat lines. Um, so I don't know. It's it's up to our listeners and up to you guys if you want to laugh or cry or feel pity on him or say he deserves it for leaving BYU. But let me let me read these. One foul. Nice. Yeah. That's his only stat. That's, only stat for the game. That's not enough fouls. One foul. Okay. Next game. Three rebounds, three turnovers. Alright. Next game. One rebound, two fouls, O of one field goals. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Question. Yes. Was his O of one field goal a bunny shot that was wide open that he threw against the backboard with the force of one million burning white suns? Uh, I cannot answer that question because I just checked the box score. Got it, got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, one turnover, one foul, of one from three. Okay. That's perfect. One glue player one. right there. Yeah. That's a glue yeah. player. And then he had his performance of the season five games ago against TCU, I think it was. Two points on one of one shooting, 100% from the floor. Nice. It's amazing. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Two rebounds and three fouls. How wow. many? Can we look at the advanced stats? How many successful screens has he set that was in the past five a years? Question I cannot answer. Yeah. We can count one. them as we watch and That's record the podcast. One. Yep. Mm-hmm. In now what is uh, six minutes? Sick. <laughs> we get to count screens. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep you updated on that. <laughs> yeah, Caleb Loner, doing, doing the Lord's work. Yeah, out of boy, Caleb Loner, we love you. You suck, but we love you. Yeah. yeah, we love him for different reasons. Now he has a bit of beard you. going. We love you because he does. We haven't mentioned his beard. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It it I think it takes him from like the Apollo look to more of like a satyr. 
Look, Seder. Yeah, I think it's more Seder now with the beard. It's like Michelangelo's David to Mr. Tumnus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if he's looking like Mr. Tumnus, doesn't he belong on St. Mary's? Um, now yes, because transfer destination. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Moraga, California. Anyway, we'll update you with everything that Caleb Loner does in this game tonight as we see it. Sounds good. Uh, yes, the next item of housekeeping is an update from myself as a DC sports fan. Ooh. The time finally came when we released Carson Wentz. Thank you. Clap it up. That was like both Thank of you. our immediate reactions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even scripted. That, that is a... What's the word? An appropriate reaction. Yes. Uh, we spent a long time preparing for this big moment. Categorically. It's finally here, and there is some news from, oh. from the team. Oh! Okay, let's per hear source. It. Per, per source. source. Yeah. The commanders notified Carson Wentz of his release via text. Oh! Okay. It's a little okay. odd. It's, yeah, it's I mean, not traditional. The world we live in. This source continues. It says, they tried calling him, but he couldn't find the receiver. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Carson. That's from not Robert Griffin on Twitter. (laughs) Great follow. I just remember like when he first got signed, that picture of him like looking all like red and weird in the in the commander's like like, leather letterman jacket, staring at the camera very strangely. So dramatic. Yeah. So Dan. Yes. Here, let me use the mic. Oh, Dan. Oh, we got interviews. We We have an interview. Daniel, how do you feel about the trajectory of your team now that you've moved on from the weak link? Super Bowl or bust. Let's go. All right. So do you keep Heineke and is Heineke the permanent starter now? Or Sam Howell. Sam Mm. Howell, I guess, is also another option. Or, get this, what if Washington trades up to the number one pick and takes none other than Anthony Richardson? Or Will Levis. At number one. Another one. Heck, while we're at it, why not Mackenzie Milton? I'd have to run the simulations. Okay. The mock drafts. Your mock drafts again. <laughs> but I'd rather have Sam Howell than any of the QBs currently. And also Heineke is probably my favorite quarterback who's a backup in this league. So you wouldn't want him as a starter. You'd want him to back up Sam Howell, potentially. Probably. Okay. But is it the type of backup situation where you don't want to see him on the field, or is it the type of backup situation where your starter gets hurt two minutes into week one, and then your backup is technically your starter the rest of the year? Um, probably the first one. Mm. <laughs> I think last year we had a unique situation where we had Carson Wentz as our you know quote, <coughs> starter. Mm-hmm. Unique quote. situation but, is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically the whole franchise, all the fans were calling for Heineke after you know, two games. He beat the Eagles. Yes. He did. He yep. did show the Eagles who's the best team in the NFL is. NFC Beast, um, baby. But I don't know. I don't see that happening if we actually have a competent quarterback because Heineke, bless his heart, he plays hard. The, the teammates love him. Sometimes he's just not it. Okay. Uh, I'll say that. So he's good to have around, good in the locker room, but I prefer to have someone who... Probably it was a little bit more productive for us and less <laughs> harmful for us. I think that's that's genuinely okay to ask for, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers just came out of his darkness retreat. Correct. Right, where he was buried <laughs> underground for like three days or whatever yeah. it was. What if you get an Aaron Rodgers to come to mm. Washington? 
on the condition that in any three games during the season, he is high on ayahuasca. I would accept those terms. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers on ayahuasca is better than any quarterback we've had for the past <laughs> probably 20 years. Okay. All Bes- right. Besides healthy RG3. Yeah, yes, fair, RG3. Fair. Um, so, yeah, I would accept those. I would accept that offer. Got it. Okay. Would you take a great quarterback, such as Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson, maybe? Yes. Oh. But you have the guarantee that you will not win a Super Bowl. Huh. For as long as they are there. That's an interesting question. I think I would because oh. I'm, oh, not, stability. I'm not planning on any Super Bowls <laughs> in the near future. So maybe the quarterback can just get us some good seasons, some good playoff wins. You know, build the team up, sort of lift up our overall level, and then we can move on from them, get a new quarterback. When Joe Burrow's a free agent, uh-huh. then go win a Super Bowl. Got you. That's a good plan, Dan. Dan yeah. values his stability. That's my he plan. Is, he's our med school man right there. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, last item of housekeeping. I have um, a- an announcement. Okay. So it is championship basketball season. The A-Sun championship actually started today with Heck a couple yeah. of games. It's um, almost March. It is almost March, and we'll talk a little bit about it. It almost, it basically was March over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, but I have an announcement. It is also high school championship basketball season, and I will be calling on radio and TV Ooh. the 1A Utah State Boys and Girls Championship Tournaments this week. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see. Yes. On television? Yes. TV it'll be on and well, radio? Depends on your definition of television. Visual media, yes. Ball be on sports or something. One A on sports. One A Ball dot com. One A Ball dot com. Yes, okay. and the Mid Utah Radio Sports Network. Mid Utah Radio. I do not know the channel yet. Is it like? Is it AM or is it at least FM radio? I guess I, that's my question. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. They haven't really told me anything, but I go down tomorrow and I will be there uh, until Saturday. Dang, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'll be calling like six to eight games a day for the next week, basically. That's so that sounds sick. Yeah, if you want to tune in, it should be exciting. Yeah, I've 1A called like sports.com. Yeah, I've I've or one a ball.com. One a ball.com. Sorry, my, my I, apologies. I've called like four or five games total, so uh, it should be interesting now. Could you repeat the name of the radio station? Mid Utah Radio Sports Network. Let me make sure I'm getting that right. Mid Utah. They sent radio. me uh, something that I need to read every time I go to break. Like, hey, you, uh, yes, Mid-Utah Radio Sports Network. The tournament okay. will be played in Richfield, uh, the Richfield Severe Center, Severe <laughs> County. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Should be fun, yeah, I guess. that's I, awesome. I'm excited. It's a good opportunity. Get my name out there. Yeah. Little, little no, Greg Bell here. Yeah, there know. you go. On the 1A website, I'm just going to read you the names of the top six schools. Okay. Just because they're incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, Bryce, little preview. Bryce Valley High School. The Mustangs. Yeah. Kind of normal, Bryce, right? Yeah. Immediately followed by Diamond Ranch Academy. Mm-hmm. I All think right. that's the Troubled Boys School. Is it the dressing? Or is it a <laughs> farmer ranch? I don't know. Mm, Manila High School. We got the Philippines in the mix. Manila High School. <laughs> Milford High School. Ooh. The, a, no comment there. Go one. Milfs. <laughs> Penguich High School. Penguin, Which, they're the Bobcats. 
Which is a huge missed opportunity, right? Panguitch Penguins? Yeah. Come on. Absolutely, come on. Yeah. I get it, Central Utah, but come on. And last but not least, Paiute High School. Yes. Classic. There you have it. Is that like... Aren't the Paiutes like an Indian, Indian tribe? tribe? Yes. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. Central Utah, though, so we don't ask questions about that. It's also a county <laughs> or something. But yeah, um, I'm very excited. It's, it's, it's That's awesome. a good turn. Yeah. Nope. Anyway. All right. Yeah, that, that, is, that is our housekeeping. Yeah. Hey. Our house is kept. They're great stuff. Nice. Or cars, but scrape them. Yeah, they're scraped. Our houses are scraped. Glad to hear it. Okay. Uh, moving on, we have a bit of a football to discuss. Are we talking We're, football or footy? We are talking proper. <laughs> proper football. Proper. A proper <laughs> football. Ooh, Even the double. The Put double the beans P. on the toast. <laughs> yes, Hogwarts legacy style. Ooh. <laughs> Any updates on that? Expelliarmo. Any gameplay? I, or any I have heard very, very good things about it. Everyone I talk I to heard. says it is very good. Right. I, I did learn you cannot do a Vada Kedavra on just whoever you want. So, okay. slight ding on the Jared rating, Yeah, but it's okay. I, I need to play it first. We'll see. All right. That is your Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> update. All right. So, As part of proper football. Yes. Uh, next up, the uh, U.S. women's national team finished off their annual She Believes Cup. Classic. They had a perfect nine-point window. Beautiful. Three for three. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. And these are good teams. They beat, in recap, Canada, Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Canada win the last World Cup or the last Olympics or something? Uh, I think they won the Olympics. Uh, yeah. They might have won the Olympics. Japan won the World Cup a few times ago. And then they just beat Brazil, who was also good. It was very good. Great. Uh, proper football nation. Um, and they just have two more friendlies before the World Cup starts this summer. Mm-hmm. So this, this was a big tune-up opportunity, and they looked pretty good overall. Uh, so the World that. Cup starts again? Uh, women's yes. World Cup, yes. Uh, it's one women's year World after Cup. the women's. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, yes, the Women's World Cup is in Australia and New Zealand. That's fun. Oh, That's, way better. That's way better than oh, guitar. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Sorry, love, my, my beautiful wife. Uh, lived in Qatar for quite some time. Uh, what just happened to the to, entire script? <laughs> what? <laughs> Danny's just deleting this. Undo that real quick. <laughs> deleting the whole thing. Yeah, so uh, sorry, my beautiful wife. But yeah, Qatar kind of seems like it sucks a little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hope she forgives from you. From a human's right standpoint. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Well and said. And from a, like almost everything else standpoint. Unless yeah. you're a Qatari national, then you're rich. Yeah, I uh, can't speak. I've never been. So that's my out. All right. See? Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, what are the vibes heading into World Cup? How are we feeling about this team? Because She Believes Cup, great results, but I don't think we showed our best foot, uh, yes. to oh. use a proper football uh, term. I, I don't even know if that's proper football Showed our is. best foot. Okay. <laughs> our, our best boot. Who are you showing your feet to, Jared? That's okay. <laughs> find, find Jared on... You can find Jared on two websites. 1aball.com and feetfinder.com. Oh we are moving along very quickly right, from that right, comment. All right, all right. Back, to, back to proper. Yeah. Um, the thing I have to say, debatably, our two best players did not play in this tournament due to mm. injury. Oh. Mm. Two attacking players... Katarina Macario and Sophia Smith. Mm. Both, both very good. Both very good. Very good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Mallory Swanson 
had an amazing tournament. Mm-hmm. She Formerly Swanson. Mallory Pugh. Yes. When she scored against Brazil, I was like, well, who the frick is that? And yes. then Swanson. I looked her up and I, oh, yeah, Mallory Pugh. It makes, makes a lot more sense. Good. She scored at least one goal in every game in the tournament. Had two goals against, was it Japan or Canada? I don't remember. But yeah, we're getting two of our best players, which should help us. I think overall, our floor with this group is very high. Mm-hmm. We have good teams. We haven't hit our ceiling yet, but our ceiling is also very high. I don't think we'll get there in the World Cup, to be honest. Okay. I haven't Bro. seen it. What does that mean? I haven't seen it ever. <laughs> but I don't think we'll need to get there <clears throat> to have a good World Cup. Okay. So maybe what are the tempered expectations now? Should hmm. should fans be expecting another World Cup victory? Because like you said, we haven't seen this. This team hasn't hit the ceiling yet. We haven't seen it in yeah. a full 90 minutes yet. Would it be outlandish to expect another, I almost said national championship, another world championship? Ooh, world championship. Um, no, it would not be outlandish. We are the number one team in the world still. Women's soccer does get more and more competitive every year. Mm-hmm. I think as on a global the scale. status of women <laughs> gets better every year. <laughs> Somewhat Fair. Makes sense, there. yeah. Fair, yeah. Um, so the world is getting better at soccer. We kind of had a head start. But I still think we should be expecting to win the World Cup. Okay, then uh, I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna put a roof on, or I'm gonna put a, a lock on this. It's a okay. disappointment if we don't make the final four. Yeah, that's definitely true. Definitely disappointment, right? Definitely true. Okay, uh, I think that's pretty good on the U.S. Women's National Team. Yeah, we're still pretty good. I have one expectation. I this? equate this women's team to the Applebee's. Two for 20. Okay. I want to see where this is going. As in, <laughs> it freaking delivers every time. It will continue to, to deliver. And the greatest of all the champions eat the Applebee's two for 20 meal. So, for that reason, the women are going to win it all. I just have one question. Amazing. <laughs> what What is the two in the two for 20? What are the options they have? Mm, let, like let, a, let's, good question. Let's look, is it like That's actually list? important. Applebee's two for 20. Is it like two salads for 20 <laughs> or what? Uh, no, it is not. Okay. The Applebee's two for 20. Like uh, two chicken wings. What, what is, what is, two is, celery bars. Is, the two for 20 menu is this. Two corn cobs. Oh, it's two for 24 now. Oh. Oh, inflation. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Betray. Uh, you can get a burger. Oh. Okay. You can get some chicken. You can get some buffalo wings. Some celery, I see. Two entrees and one appetizer. So you, ah. you can just choose any two entrees and an appetizer for $24. Two nice. for... It's like the pack X. Two for <laughs> two, and then there's an X, depending on how the inflation is in your <laughs> Two X. Two X. Interesting analogy. Nice. That's a great analogy. That's my analysis. Okay. Uh, moving on to another women's soccer team. BYU women's soccer kicked off their spring season. It's basically exhibition... Yep. Um, you're only allowed to play on five separate days. Um, you are not allowed to miss class. You are not allowed to fly. Hmm. Um, and none of the results matter. I didn't know those per se. things about it. Yeah, I, I just wrote a story on it on the Daily Universe Ooh, website. You can go facts. check it out. Oh, I also what? made the schedule graphic. It's pretty sick if I do Shame. so myself. You made that? Yeah. Um, okay. So, they beat UVU. 4-2, and then they beat Weber State 2-0 because they try and squeeze as many games into those five days as they can. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, that's pretty good. Two Sick. two dubs. I mean, it doesn't matter, but the fact that we're not losing to UVU is a sign that we are going in the right direction, I think. 
Yes. UVU will want to beat us every time they play us. And we actually were down 2-0 in that game. Oh! And then we came back and won 4-2. Playing with our food, I see. Yes. Oh, we came back and won 4-2? Call that fortitude. Ooh! Ah! Fortitude! <laughs> Off to Fortitudus. a... Ripping rare and start here. <laughs> yes. So, we've probably said this before, but we're expecting big things from this team because they've been good for the last two seasons and everyone from last year is coming back except for one bench player. So, <laughs> we better be good this year, so get ready. Applebee's 2 for 20, baby. That's a national championship. Exactly. I think that's just become a, a commonplace now. If you have a good team, you're a 2 for 20. Exactly. That's what you are. Um, just a brief <laughs> shout-out. I've gotten the Applebee's 2 for 20. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Applebee's once. Yep. That was that's when you we lose that one time three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Louisiana Lafayette was on there. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout out the goal scorers. That's Olivia Wade had a brace. Ooh. Two goals. Brecken Mazingo and Allie Fryer scored against Weber State. And then Ellie Walbrook and Hallie Dixon oh, also hey, scored. Those are new names. A couple of freshmen. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, that's good. I like hearing that. That means we're we're trying new things. We're getting more people involved. Yep. Obviously, last year was great, Sweet 16, but we want a natty. Exactly. Yes, we do. We are trying new things. We're mixing new things into the two for twenty. Not just going for the burger every time. Yep. Gotta Mix it up it. a little bit. Yes. Gotta love it. Diversity. Yes. Um, yeah. They have two more home games this spring in the indoor practice facility. Mm. IPS. That's on April fifteenth, so quite a ways away. Yes. Will quite there a be ways. a conflict with intramural kickball? Uh, I just found out the golf team actually practices in there as well. The golf team? What? Are you yeah. Me? Men's and women's golf. They practice sometimes in the IPL. Practicing golf. How do they not, like, <laughs> break the windows? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. If you have time, go show up at that. They're yeah. free. It's free. Just go watch some good soccer. Yeah. Like we said, 4-2, 2-0. They're good games. Yeah, two games for the price of none. Oh, how about that? Look at that. that a two for nil. That came two, together nicely. Two nil right there. <laughs> and that's BYU footy. Yeah. And that's that. All right. Now on to the big purple football news. Ooh. It was opening weekend, opening day for Major League Soccer. Major yes. League purple football. Um, RSL, our team, Real Salt Lake. That's Real Salt Lake to you longtime <laughs> listeners. Yes. <laughs> Very real. Um... <laughs> 2-1 win over Vancouver. Yeah. Um, I, let, let's break it down. Uh, Dan, you're the proper football expert. Give us a breakdown. What did you see? So before we start, um, I have a stat. Okay. Real Salt Lake have started their last 14 games on the road. What? Wow. They're, 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 their last 14 seasons... They've had their first game be a road game. Oh, okay. That's I don't know, a, I don't know that, if I, that makes more sense. I don't know if I phrase that. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, they started their last 14 seasons on the road. That's a lot of love from Major League Soccer, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and someone from the team spokesman said that's because they're not really the best team to be hosting games in February in uh, Salt Lake. Okay. When there True. could be you know, a foot plus of snow on the ground. <laughs> Like there was this weekend. <laughs> exactly. But we have... We have... Oh, I just forgot the stat. I don't know. We have won or tied 13 of 14. Something like That's that. That's amazing. Yeah. Nice. On the road, first week. So this week, the first half, we looked quite rusty. I would agree. If this was a rust versus rest debate, 
<laughs> um, I always get confused by that, but we looked bad. So <laughs> take that for how you If look. this was a Russ versus Russ debate, we looked bad. Yes. Heard we were down one nil at halftime. We couldn't string five passes together. Oh my gosh. Vancouver looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then our coach Pablo Mastroeni gave us some kind of fiery halftime speech. I don't know what he said or if it was fiery. But it makes sense if it was fiery. Mm-hmm. Because we came back in the second half, outscored them 2-0 for the comeback win on the road, and it was great. Absolutely like two beautiful. goals in like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Basically back-to-back. In one five-minute stretch, we scored twice, and then you know the rest of the game, they were just trying really hard to, to tie it up, and we were just you know holding strong. It was kind mm-hmm. of stressful, kind of, <laughs> kind of fun. But yeah, overall, I'm pleased. We have a lot to work on, but it's a, it a good start to the season. I agree. We look like two different teams, honestly. In the first half, there was no point at which I saw the team and was like, I wonder what, like, I, we are clearly in this formation. Yeah. Like, our team, there was one point where there were like five people within six yards of each other, and our defense was constantly, like, we were outnumbered on both sides of the pitch, it felt like. <laughs> yeah. it, it was a rough first half, but the second half, we created great chances. Um, I love looking at XG. XG. And uh, this was really interesting. Vancouver had like a 1.35 XG. They scored one goal. And we had like a 0.69 XG and we scored two goals. Yes. So that's awesome for us. Obviously, Demir Krylock is an incredible finisher and it helps when we have him on the team, right? Because he can convert low percentage chances. But I don't think that's sustainable. We're going to have to create more chances in the future. Um and I think maybe that will come if we just play a full game of, of football instead of just the second half. Yeah, that's very astute by you. <laughs> um, it's worth noting that our starting striker, center forward, was out with the red card. Mm. When did he get this red card? The last game of last season. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. his suspension carried over until the next season. Wow. The first game, which is the game after he got his red card, so... Fun fact. Awesome continuity there. Yeah, MLS is very continuous. <laughs> very They're continuous. on top of their red cards. They, they don't, don't let anything escape. <laughs> um, and, yep. uh, yeah, Jared mentioned Demir Krylak. I think he's our most important attacking player. The dude just scores goals, and <laughs> we're much better with him than without him, which we were without him for most of last year. So should be a fun year. Yeah. Lots of goals, I hope. A great way to start off, right? Even though the turf was horrific. Yeah. The, it was an eyesore. It was a, <laughs> it was an eyesore. That's a great way to put it. An eyesore, yep. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll, we'll probably talk about this, the Apple TV broadcast, but there's some good definition in those broadcasts. It did not do their turf any favors at all. <laughs> no, it did not. You could see how bad it was. And yeah. Yeah. It was, it was bad. Speaking of the Apple TV broadcast, what did we think? My first, I was like excited to see the score bug because I'm just like a two-year-old, you know, that wants to see the, yeah. the graphics. <laughs> You're such a journalist. <laughs> the score bug was the epitome of Apple. It is literally like you created it on Paint, like Microsoft Paint. It's just yeah. top left, which I like that they put it in the top left. They didn't do some Americanized like bottom, you know, like yeah. all major soccer has it up in the top yeah, left. Small. And it is very, it's the very simplistic font all it said was like van line 
RSL with two boxes for the color. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the most simplistic, minimalistic very, score bug I've bones. ever seen. And it was very Apple. I did not expect anything else. I will say this much. I was watching this game because it was on a television that Jared had on while we were watching the BYU San Francisco game. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one thing I did notice in this score bug is that for the first probably 45 seconds of the game, the color that they had for RSL was incorrect. It was Ooh, that's true. But they yeah. then did swiftly correct it. So kudos to them. At least they corrected it. They did. Right? Yeah. It was red at first. It was, was it red? red. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. They had to switch it to that gold mm-hmm. color. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting they don't have any logos on it at all. They just have the color of the two jerseys. Yeah. Which I mean it makes sense if you like if you don't know what the logos are for or which team it is, you can right. just match the color with the player and then it works out well. So yeah. yeah, very bare bones. I feel like it could be a little better looking. It's very simple and <laughs> so like Apple's their baseball broadcast I know had a little bit of a different style. Okay. Um but I mean I can't complain too much about it. Yeah, it's fine. Fair. I thought the broadcast quality was great. Like picture quality was really good. It looked yep. terrible for the Vancouver game because the <laughs> turf was like three different shades of green yeah. and it was striated. It's like some weird striated weird rug. Yeah, that's a big J word. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm being honest though, I really liked the broadcast and I tuned in for a little bit earlier before the game to MLS 360, which is basically a red zone version of like MLS coverage. So yeah. if you have the season pass and you're tuning into that, I, it's really fun to follow if your team isn't playing because they show you all the highlights. Instead of just tuning you into like the broadcast of the game, they'll show you the broadcast of the game. They'll you'll you'll see the goal or whatever's happening, and then they'll bring it back in studio and you'll still be like seeing all the scores and everything. But they'll break it down for you and they'll talk about it, what it means, how it's going, and I I found that really entertaining. As kind of a casual that wants to get more into MLS, I found that really helpful to kind of see where all the other teams are, what's going on, and kind of find out the other storylines in the league. Yeah, that that is a big thing. I think real Salt Lake fans probably had maybe the most to lose with this new broadcast deal out of any MLS team because their old one was pretty good. It was free for everyone in the area, um, whether you had cable or not. It had great announcers David James and Brian Dunseth, who know a lot about the team and care a lot about the community, and is just a you know a good product. This one, the the crews are not as local; they mm-hmm. don't have the same local passion. That's yeah. kind of a national cruise that they pick people from every week, so it probably won't be as beloved by the RSL faithful. But it's still a quality broadcast and well worth it if you're a fan of MLS. Yes. Any other thoughts? Um, no, next game is this Saturday at Seattle. Which? Sort of a little rivalry we've got. And that's going to be uh, a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle looked very good in their game they, on Sunday. They're good. They won 4-1, to one, I think. Yeah. Is that right? I think it was 4-0. Four four, oh, 4-0. Four yeah. <laughs> that's right. And Jordan Morris had two goals. Yes. Yeah. They fly around. They're, so. they're a fun team. But yeah, that's your uh, proper football update for the day. Proper football. Shall we switch to American football? Yes. The real football rating. We're we're talking about football that is as real as real gets. We're going to talk about the XFL, baby. Of course, you knew it was coming. First of all, the XFL is the best league that has ever existed, ever. (laughs) 
the fact that they mic up everything, you can hear the referees talking, you can hear the booth talking, you can hear a quarterback drop an F-bomb and cuss out his huddle for not listening correctly. <laughs> yes. Guys, funny. how did it go for you in the XFL this week? Um, My one uh, comment is the Sea Dragons are not clutch. Not don't, clutch. That, don't do that to yourself. It's not that the Sea Dragons aren't clutch. It's it's the St. Louis Battlehawks. True. Mm. I texted you. <laughs> you were up by like 14 points or whatever. Yeah. I, and I was hyped. You, I, was, I was texting don't you Don't get St. Louis Battlehawks. Because what happened to the Brahmas? We gave up like an 11-point lead in 1 minute and 57 seconds. Like two <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. Same thing happened to you. It's not you. It's it's not you. It's me. <laughs> it's not you. It's the Battlehawks. I hope and pray that's true because things are not looking good. 0-2. Started off with second best odds to win the title. I think they've probably doubled since then. Sick. <laughs> um, yeah, my DC defenders are now two and zero. Can't complain about that. They beat Las Vegas Vipers on Saturday mm. on a, a field that was. Did you guys see this field? It's the spray, a division, the spray division three yeah. football division three football field that was completely dead that they spray painted yeah, it green. It just looked like dead grass. <laughs> that they the literal spray only like the day ever in Las Vegas that it was pouring rain. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some bad luck. I feel like all time uniform matchup though. That was, it was pretty yeah. sick. Yeah, I mean they they won. They scored eighteen unanswered in the second half. And Let's go. Won eighteen to six. So they scored like eighteen in like the fourth quarter or something, didn't they? Um. I don't remember which quarter it was, but it was crazy. Just, yeah, some good end of game surge heroics. Heroics, you might even add. Yeah, defending Ooh. on offense. Hey, A grounded pound. Yeah, sure. Defend the spray painted turf. Yes, defend the away turf. Meanwhile, the Brahmas are back. They're back. We're back, baby. We absolutely befuddled the Orlando Guardians, who have like these weird like Seahawks highlighter green uniforms like also like you, you know like when a couple years ago when michigan state was doing that weird that's exactly what goal. i thought yeah yeah it's, yep. it's kind of gross looking to be honest has nothing to do with the city of orlando they're like <laughs> their logo is like gray black and red and it's like a sphinx head yeah yeah makes no sense but the brahmas are back uh we're gonna take this league by storm san antonio winning the championship yeah as long as we don't have a 10 plus point lead against the battle hawks in the fourth quarter Exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, anything else? Do we... I mean, Houston's looking pretty good. I would say maybe the MV team of, of the, the tournament so far. Maybe they're not the best-looking team. They have had the best performances because those jerseys are something. Yeah. With, like, the Texas flag yeah. that is uh, all over the jersey. It's interesting. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's exciting football, though, I will say. The, the scores may not be super high, but I would rather watch this than the NFL when the scores are probably going to be the same. Yeah, they say that there's no good quarterback playing the league. Uh, Jack Cohn, the Brahmas quarterback, Jack Cone. the Brahmas quarterback went 16 of 24 for 165 yards. Admittedly, not a lot of yards, <laughs> okay. but three touchdowns. Three can't tutties. argue with three yeah. tutties. Can't argue with three touchdowns and a completion percentage of what a 67 <laughs> percent. That's not bad. Can't argue. Hey, that's what like 45% of the NFL does on any given Sunday with minus the three yeah, touchdowns. Exactly. That's like better than Zach Wilson. Better this than Carson is, Wentz. This is straight better up. Better than Carson Wentz. This is literally probably like the exact same stat line that Jalen Hurts had every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, throwing like uh, 50 rushing yards. Yep. yep. That's it. Yeah. 
And Jack Cohn probably had 50 rushing yards, too. I have no clue, but shout out Jack Cohn. Yeah. All right. That's that's the XFL for you. Oh, yeah. We got another exciting league that we need to talk about. The Utah Tackle Football League. Let's go. Of course, you know I had to give you the update. Uh, I don't remember if I talked about this or not. Uh, we did have another scrimmage. It was against the Grizzlies. Okay. The Grizzlies right. suck absolute doo-doo butt. Let's go. They are so bad. It wasn't even worth scrimmaging them. <laughs> Literally, like, I kid you not, this was the first play. The first play, I'm lined up at defensive end. Mm-hmm. Nice. I see on the opposite side the wide receiver go in motion and the quarterback eyeing him down. Obvious jet sweep call. <laughs> so, what do I do? The ball gets snapped and the wide receiver is going super slow. Take an inside swim on the tackle. Literally meet the wide receiver as he's getting the handoff and strip the ball on the first play. Let's no. go! That was, that was how the entire day went. <laughs> they ran probably, I want to say, 15 series. In those 15 series, if you don't take into account negative yardage, probably got, from the line of scrimmage, 7 yards total. Nice! It was disgusting. Wow. Nice half yard per drive. On wow. The, on, like, I think it was like the 5th play of the game. I got another tackle for loss, like 10 yards in the backfield. The dude popped up and said, hey, y'all still looking for players? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was, it was disgusting. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah. So how do uh, you feel about the team then? Pretty so good? The Grizzlies suck, but the Aztecs, that's us. We're doing really well. I think this is going to be a good year for us. Let's go. Uh, right now, we're dealing with a lot of snow. Okay, we had practice course. on Saturday. It was in five inches of snow. Sick. That's rough. That was actually a lot of fun. Not a lot of people showed up, though, because, you know, there was a ton of snow. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, we, had the, we had a lot of fun. In positional news, I okay. am the starting defensive end, a nice. rotation running Sick. back on short down short yardage down situations. Good. And I have also been named the backup quarterback. Oh, nice. So, yeah, if our guy gets hurt, you'll see me <laughs> running Justin the show. Heineke. Exactly. Our first yeah. game, March 11th, 1.30 p.m. versus the Wasatch Wolves. Uh, next, The next episode that comes out will officially be Game Week mm. and Wasatch Wolf Hate Week. Oh, so okay. we got to get ready. We are going all in. We're going excited. all in on the Very JFL, excited. the Justin's Football League. Justin Football League. Justin will own the league. It's not my league yet. For, for right now, it's the, <laughs> not yet. It, 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 right now, it's the Utah Tackle uh, Football League. <laughs> That's UTFL news. Okay, cool. That's Anything else stuff. about American football? Do we have any BLU football updates? I don't think so. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, oh, I guess this was two weeks ago. But did we mention that the the nose tackle that played for BYU got a pick six in the XFL? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tomasi Laulile. Yes. Yeah, I think we mentioned that. That's Shout all I can remember. Tomasi. Yeah, other than that, I don't think there's anything else going on. Nothing eventful. Uh, mm. Tuiaki has randomly appeared on my Twitter for you page or whatever it's called. Oh. Uh, what you doing? Giving coaching clinics at local high schools. Sick. I would definitely not Tuiaki take Tuiaki but... coaching clinic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good luck to Tuiaki. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> football news. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think spring practices start in like... Less than a month now, so. And we're actually getting a spring game this year. Oh, my gosh. As well as an yeah. alumni game. God bless America. Will it actually be a spring game? Probably not. Like, it'll probably be, like, two-hand touch or something. Or... And they'll probably have, like, four to six offensive starters sitting out with injuries. Yep. Do you guys remember? I want to say this was, like, six or seven years ago. It was, like, Michigan State, I think, that didn't put a red jersey on its backup quarterbacks during the spring games. And their backup QBs just got absolutely clobbered. I do not remember that. I'm, I'm going to try to look <laughs> it up and find it. Sounds very fun, though, yeah, for the defense. Sounds exciting. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try to look it up and find it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's it for American football. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let's move it on, then. Two more sports for you. Two listeners. more, guys. We're almost there. 
Dos mas, as they say. Uh, I, apparently we have some hockey news. I gotta cover this one. Yes. I love hockey. Hockey is I going on. I have to throw this in here. Hockey is going on. I love it. If you're not watching hockey, you are severely missing out. It's an incredibly fun sport to watch. And we had a rare happening happen just Ooh. one or two days ago. Ooh, when the Boston Bruins scored the rare goalie goal. Like, what? Wait, explain that. Goalie so, goal. Like an own goal? No. He The goalie scored on the opposing net. Incredible. Ah. So, they were playing, the I think, Vancouver. I, I, I forget who it is. One of the Canadian teams. Okay. Anyway. The Canucks. They're, Canucks. they're up yes. 2-1 late. Okay. One of the things that they do in hockey is like a desperation move is that you can pull the goalie and sub in some other person. I don't know. You can probably do that in soccer too. I don't know. They, kind of. I don't know. They, pull, you, they, they, yeah. call it an, anyway. they call it an empty net. They pull the goalie out. They put in another player. Okay. You have a one-player advantage. Okay? Yep. The goalie stopped, like came out of the goal a little bit, stopped the puck. And yeeted it to the other side of the ice, which normally they do is just to get an icing clarity and just yeah. to, just to clear it. Yeah. But no, he yeeted it 100% full on into the opposing goal. <laughs> they got a goal, so the goalie has recorded a goal. That's good. Incredible stuff. stuff. That's great. Stuff. Gotta love it. The only thing that could have made that better is if he was like one of the third string backup goalies. Where the NHL is this weird rule where, like, the third string backup goalie is like some rando off the streets. And you, you, they just can pull, like, basically, they just pull a fan to play backup goalie for a game. Heck yeah. That, but a goalie goal, regardless. They look is up sick. any fat guy in the stands that has the <laughs> ability to kneel down. Yes. If you're fat and have the ability and have the ability to kneel, you can be a third string goalie. Like, did you guys watch the Mighty Ducks growing up? No, I didn't. I think well, I saw it. Is that where? Wait, I'm thinking of Miracle on Ice. Or I've it's seen not, Miracle. It's not Miracle on Ice. Okay. I've, I've seen that. One. You gotta watch the Mighty Ducks. If this is gonna be my own personal plug, there are a lot of '90s movies that probably you didn't grow up watching if you lived in a predominantly LDS house. I'm just gonna say that because the the, the humor is was back then considered a little edgy. Ooh, okay. It, it's really not like it's just like you know like. You poo poo jokes, basically. Yeah, they're they're basically that, like a bunch of like poo and fart jokes. Okay. Yep. Things nice. that were considered edgy back in like two. The reason I couldn't watch SpongeBob as a kid. Exactly. Something <laughs> like that. There are a lot of good ones out there. You need to watch them. The Mighty. Caleb on a board. Caleb on a board. Big board. Oh, he's got the beard. Big board. So yes, watch the Mighty Ducks. All three of the movies and uh, Heavyweights is also good. Three one. movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's wow. A series. My brother Greg put me on the Heavyweights. It's good. A okay. trilogy. Oh, Caleb Lohner took one dribble away from the basket. Very nice. Dude, look at him go, though. He's just He's running. Run. Oh, He kind of had to do with that turnover. He Baylor's brought his man into oh, the... Oh, my. This is thing. it a coincidence that Baylor has not scored in the last four minutes? <laughs> and that's the first time we looked up and saw Caleb Lohner on the floor. Let's see. Oh, okay. Oh, He's bodying up. He forced his guy. Take him. Take him. Okay. Take him. Post him up. Oh, okay. Okay. He absolutely got beat by Oklahoma State guy. Can't dribble. He's dribbled it like off his knee out of bounds. That's Caleb Loner defense. Baylor basketball. Hey, that's what Dan used to say in junior jazz. Psychological defense. (laughs) Psychological defense. Just leave people wide open and they'll miss. Yes. (laughs) All right. um, Let's move on. Now, we are not contractually... Well, we are contractually obligated to talk about this, but yes. we are not talking about it because of that. We're talking about it because we have won a game in basketball. Woo! BYU. In fact, it was a great weekend Perfect for college week. basketball. Undefeated this week. Yeah! BYU. Yeah. Uh, 
It's a streak of one. We did, yeah, we didn't have to play on Thursday, so that definitely helped the undefeated week cause. Yes. So. yes. 1-0, baby. 1-0. <laughs> uh, a lot of other teams won this week. Uh, I just want to shout out the following teams. Okay, I'm going for three. It's oh, Brick. Back iron. Back <laughs> I thought it was going to hit the backboard, but we're so good. Back iron. Well, he like hasn't attempted a field goal in three straight games, so he's like, I gotta, sh- I gotta yeah. put one up. He's getting his money's worth here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna shout out a couple teams. Let's hear it. Iowa, Arizona State, Florida State, San Diego State, mm-hmm. Iowa women's basketball, and Michigan. All six, or what is it? All six of these teams hit a buzzer beater. Oh. Technically, the first one there was like two seconds on the clock for the first Iowa one, but five of those teams hit buzzer beaters this weekend. It was absolutely baloney nuggets crazy in college in college hoops. Baloney nuggets. And to cap it all off, your Ohio State Buckeyes have won a basketball game. They won? The first one in like a month and a half. Ooh, who they beat? They're they back. beat uh, Illinois, actually, who is a solid like eight seed in the tournament. So completely weird that we won. But I just to say... Awesome, awesome college basketball weekend, including the Iowa-Indiana women's basketball game. Absolutely packed stadium. Caitlin Clark hit a three-pointer. College game day was there. All-time quote from Holly Rowe, if you build it, they will come. I think that encapsulates women's sports perfectly. If you give them the platform, people will show up and people will watch. The networks just, you know, misogynistically refuse to give women's sports the platform that they deserve. But when given that platform... People watch, people show up, and it was incredible. Anyway, that's my spiel. Caitlin Clark is a dog. She, she's yeah. crazy. She plays very excitingly. She I would watch ball. Caitlin Clark play. Yeah. She also was at the Iowa game, the men's game, the day before, going absolutely bonkers when they hit their buzzer beater. And then when she hit her buzzer beater, she ran off to the court, uh, ran off the court to the same spot she was at watching the men's game, and <laughs> celebrated there. It's like her spot on the court, apparently. Her that's hers. That's but yeah. Hers. Anyway. Exciting weekend, including a BYU victory. Yes, BYU had a big win against San Francisco, who, I don't know about you guys, but for me, they were kind of rising the ranks of my most hated team in the conference. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Those old uh, Jabari Bouye oh, and uh-huh. Khalil Shabazz games. Khalil Shabazz. Last year was the worst. They would just yeah. go off every time they played us. <laughs> we got our revenge this year. Let's go. Um, what was the score like? 87 to 87-61. 87-61. 87-61. Yep. Yeah, what do you guys think of this game? Uh, it was some very interesting things. First of all, it was senior night. So, senior True. night for Gideon George and Rudy Williams. Yes. Yep. Uh, Gideon George had 10 points in the first half, scored in the first like 30 seconds of the second half, was on pace for 20, and then didn't score again the rest of the game. So, Darn. shout out to him for that. <laughs> uh, he started you know, doing classic Gideon George stuff, turning the ball over and all. All, all that. But he did jab. hit two threes. He did hit two threes. Okay. The thing that stood out to me most is there was at one point in the game, I didn't follow this all the way through, so I don't know what the final stats were, but at one point in the game, we had 14 assists on 16 made field goals. That's beautiful. We were playing beautiful offense. We were doing very well. This looked like a different BYU basketball team, which we say that literally every other game, <laughs> yeah. but they look like a different team. After every home game, we seem to say, have we turned it around, or is it Marriott Center magic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Justin, just to complete your thought, we had 22 assists on 30 made field goals. That's there you awesome. Go. That's yeah. that's incredible. Assist to turnover was 22 to 10. That's also incredible. Good yeah. basketball. Mm-hmm. 
Shout out to Rudy Williams. He tied a program record. He hit 15 straight free throws in the game. Ooh, is that like a straight? Tyler Hawes? Uh, probably. I don't, I don't know who the other record is, but I just know he tied it. In mm. one game, that's a lot. Yeah, I saw a stat line. He had 21 points, and I was like, oh, what do you do? Hit like six threes or something? No. He shot 16 free throws <laughs> yeah, and made 15 of them and scored six other points, non-free throws, to get to 21. That's WCC play at its finest. Very true. It's <laughs> yeah, like that Joel Embiid special. <laughs> There's no better like send off for Rudy Williams in the WCC than to give him eight foul calls. Yep. Yeah. Gotta anyway, uh, awesome game from him. He started also, uh, which is a change because he had been coming off the bench for like the past what ever since conference play started, even before that, right? No, oh, even before that, I want to say it was like the fifth or sixth game that he got benched. Yeah, it was like December, and he was coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, but he had an awesome game, and maybe that's kind of what we need right now as we go to the West Coast Conference tournament. When we'll get into this now, Caleb well, Loner screens one. Okay, okay, there we said we'd give it to you. He's there done it is. a screen. Oh, he was going to get that rebound. He was there for that. That was a miss. He was all over that. Oh, wow. His beard. Okay. Um, Anyway, let's move it forward to the West Coast Conference Tournament. Yes. Rudy is starting now, and it gave us a huge boost on offense, I felt like. Like, we came out of the gate swinging. Like, we got up on on, uh, San Fran, and we didn't really look back. Like, me and Justin were talking, like, at what point does San Francisco get back in the game? Was it 13? Was it 12, 10, 8 minutes left? Five minutes left. And they cut it to 11 with, like, four minutes left, and we ended up winning by 26. Like, it really was a different team. So now going into the West Coast Conference Tournament, which, by the way, we have a very favorable draw, in my opinion. Yeah. What what are our thoughts going into the West Coast Conference Tournament? Justin's kind of shaking his head. I feel like there are mixed feelings in this room. So let's just get them all out, get them to the listeners, and let them decide. The fact that we have a favorable draw... Gives us worse odds. <laughs> because okay. they are easier teams, which infinitely multiplies our chance at losing these games. Yeah. If we are going to get to the semifinal, do you know who we have to go through? LMU's dirty mullet man, Leal Pepe. Ooh. Nice. Unless he's hurt. Uh-oh. He was hurt at one point. But okay. I don't yeah. think he's hurt anymore. I mean, there's a 50-50 chance, right? He's either hurt or he's not. If dirty yeah. mullet man <laughs> is on the off. bench... I don't like our odds. If Dirty Mullet Man is anywhere within a 50-mile radius of the T-Mobile Arena, I think is what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Orleans I do not Arena. like our odds. Yeah. Okay. New Orleans Arena. It's sponsored by T-Mobile. Yeah, exactly. It's called Orleans. Las it's Vegas absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, will I be surprised if we win more than one game? Yes. Honestly. Okay. Honestly. Okay. I, I'm not buying into it. BYU basketball is atrocious this year. But that's fine. That's okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. You gotta appreciate it for what it is instead of hating it for what it is. The Taysom Hill, the, the classic Taysom Hill debate, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, your feelings. My feelings. So, BYU is on the bubble. We have not announced that they're officially on the bubble, according to some bractologists. For the NIT. <laughs> you you yep. have us in the first the half. <laughs> hey, back yes. in the 1940s, the NIT was the premier tournament. Mm. Yes, we could be getting another banner. Um, but they're on the bubble for the NIT, which means if they want to make the big dance, they need to win this tournament. Yep. The players will be trying to do just that. I would hope so. And <laughs> yes, you, you certainly <laughs> They're not going to be so. actively trying to lose. <laughs> um, 
they're going to want this one. And the interesting thing is, as we've talked about in the past, we play the best when we're playing the hardest teams like Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. We almost beat both of them twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so Four times even, you could say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Twice each, so yeah. four yeah. times. There you go. As Justin said, the easier of the opponents we play, I feel like the worse we will play and the lower our odds at winning. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the fact that we avoid Gonzaga until the final might not be the best draw for us, but I don't know who's actually better between Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Um, according to some, that's up in the air. Mm. Um, so I don't really care who we play, Gonzaga versus St. Mary's in the semis and then the other one in the finals. I just hope the guys can pull it together for a miracle run and make the tournament because that would make me happy. I feel like we're kind of playing with house money with this one. I 100% agree. I have no expectations, but we could go all the way and that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Like I said, I like our draw. Okay. We play Portland and San Diego. or We play the winner of that game. We have not lost to either of those teams. If we had lost on Saturday, we would be the sixth seed, and we would have to play Pacific and Pepperdine. Oh, no. We have lost to Pepperdine, notably yeah. uh, probably one of our worst losses of the year. Then we play LMU. Okay. We split with LMU. Yeah. Right? We beat them by 28 at home. We lost on the road. If we were on the other side of the bracket, we'd have to play Santa Clara in the next round. Mm. We went 0-2 against Santa Clara yeah. this year. Don't want that. And then you have Gonzaga and St. Mary's. I, like Dan said, we've we've come close to beating them. Each time we've played them. Now, this team, the way we've played, I think I'm at the opposite pole of Justin. We're just as surprised if we win anything. I will not be surprised if we lose in the first round or win the championship. Yeah. I think this team can reasonably do both. Yep. We've seen that we are good enough to beat Gonzaga and St. Mary's. If we don't have an epic collapse against either of them, we have a 3-1 and record. 2-2 two and two record at worst against yeah. these teams, right? I am very excited for this West Coast Conference tournament because I have zero clue as to what BYU will do. Being a five seed, usually in most years, would be like, that's trash. But this year, I'm like, whoa, wait, how are we actually a five seed? I expect us to be like a seven seed. Yeah, that's kind of true. But we are a five seed. We have we have beaten every team on this side of the bracket. And I include St. Mary's in the beating because I'm altering my memories there. Technically. Okay. We have technically enough. beaten them. Technically. Yeah. Being fairly liberal with that term. Yes. yes. In some ways, we have beaten them. Yeah. It's if, not the final score. If you just take out the last 0.8 seconds of the game, we beat them. Yeah, we did. Exactly. You That's know? true. We didn't lose. We just ran out of time. Michael Jordan. Exactly. Nice. Anyway, I, I, am, I have high expectations and at the same time, zero expectations. Wouldn't it be the most BYU thing ever for us to win the West Coast Conference Tournament this year? That no. <laughs> the most BYU thing ever would be Santa Clara somehow knocks off Gonzaga. <laughs> or sorry, not even Santa Clara. Let's go all the way down the line. Let's go to the Pacific. Pacific beats Pepperdine, beats San Francisco, beats Santa Clara, beats Gonzaga, gets all the way to the tournament championship. We beat LMU. We beat Portland. We beat St. Mary's. We get there. And then lose to Pacific in the WCC championship <laughs> game. That would be the most BYU thing. That ever. would hurt. I would say if we made it hurt. to the final, it would be a success. Kind of, right? NIT lock right there. Yeah, I think oh, it yeah. would. 
We'd be a shoe in Yeah, but if we lost to Pacific, it would completely undo all of that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, reason, everything on the table. What are your final expectations? In all seriousness, are we reasonably expecting BYU to win one, two, four games? Hmm. What are our final expectations, our guesses of what will actually happen, not what we wish or what we think, what we think will happen? Hmm. Prediction time. It is prediction time. I fully expect one win. Okay. Portland or San Diego, we beat them. I f- 40% expect two wins. Okay. Okay. So a little bit less than half. I 5% expect three wins. Which would be one, two, be beating St. Mary's. Saint Mary's. Yes. Yeah. And I 0, 0, 0, 0, oh, sorry, I should do the decimal before all the zeros. percent <laughs> chance think that there is a championship in our future. Okay. Okay. That was very clear. <laughs> yes. My official prediction, we will win. Mm, I'm going back and forth. All right. Between one game and four and games. three games. <laughs> <laughs> we either win one game, beating Portland or San Diego, and then lose to LMU, or we win three games and beat St. Mary's and go to the final and then lose again in the conference it's final. Wide, it's a wide gap, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know I don't know where to go on between those two. I'm going to err on the side of winning three games. I think that's what we'll do. Okay. That That's 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 pretty high, Dan. Yeah. I think I'm going to split the I'm, difference. I'm aware that that's high. <laughs> I don't really know why I think that's going to happen, but that's what I'm feeling. I firmly expect us to win two games at the very least. I will be disappointed. I will be shocked. Not shocked. I, I will be sad if we lose in the first two rounds. I think we'll beat LMU. I think we can beat Portland or San Diego. Now, I think we definitely can win the championship. We can beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga. But I just I don't think we're going to. It. You know what? No. Don't no, do it. I don't. can't. Don't take them off. Take off the blue goggles. As your friends, Jared, we're going to have to walk you back on this. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We're going to put on, take off the blue goggles. Okay. And put on your big J goggles. Big J goggles. Okay. Okay. Two wins. Yep. Two wins. Thank you. Fair enough. I have good friends. They're keeping me off the cliff face (laughs) for the most part. We did it. (laughs) Solid. Yeah. Two wins and then we lose to St. Mary's in another close game. I can already hear my mom saying, like, if I say, well, mom. Can I go to this party? My friends are going. They're gonna. They're gonna be like. Um, if all of your friends thought that BYU was gonna win the WCC <laughs> tournament somehow, would you blindly follow them and think the same? Yeah. And you're like, wait, mom, you're right. You're yeah, right. I, yeah, you're I right. I do need to take a couple <laughs> steps back. <laughs> well, I'm glad there's some maturity um, and reasonableness on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know where it's at. It sure ain't here. Yeah. Oh, baby. Uh, one thing we must, we mustn't forget, if it would be a true travesty if we forgot to mention this. Uh, we do have a new Zach Selyus comparison. True. Ah. Uh, Jared and I have declared Noah Waterman Zach Selyus. And vice versa. Yeah. Why? Because, Dan, you remember this vividly. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the 2019-2020 season, 
through the first four games, let's say, how did we feel towards Zach Selyus? We despised him. Good word. Vehemently. Yes. Even. Towards the end of the season, what did we see in him? Uh, we were more positive towards him. Yeah. You know, it was kind of a fun uh, role player, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. He shot threes, sometimes made them, yes. other times very much bricked them. Very true. <laughs> he was aggressive, though, and was always diving all over the floor. Plays mm-hmm. hard. And yeah. needlessly trash-talked when he himself wasn't that guy. Yeah. That's exactly Noah Waterman. Okay. Noah Waterman is a dirty player, gets on the floor, dives, is always on the floor, like literally every play. He shoots threes, most of the time bricks them, every once in a while we'll put one in. He hit one or two on Saturday. Yeah. It was wild. And he randomly trash talks every time he makes his threes. Yeah, nice. he's like one of eight from the field, hits one, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> so he is Zach Selyus. It's like, the more you think about it, at first I was like, what the nuts? But the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, oh my gosh. Weird haircut, random white guy. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a dad bod, but no. that'll come. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll get there. Eventually. He, BYU culture will catch up to him. He'll get married yeah. and get fat. Enough days at Legends Grill and he'll yeah. get there. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I felt like this is the same too. No Waterman gets called for so many fouls. Yep. I feel bad for him. Like, he's got three fouls in the first four minutes of like almost every game. Yep. And that was Zach Selyus too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets so many foul calls. That's and true. Granted, for Zach Selyus, it's because. He was just, you know, yeah, body. He was, he was just fouling. Yeah. He, he was. He deserved them. <laughs> I like the comp. I think it's. Hopefully, he sticks around another year, and we can continue to build this love, hate, respect. I don't know the word. Uh, love, hate is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, love, hate. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what that's what we have with Zach Selyus. Yeah, love, hate. That's what yeah, we have with Colby Lee. Colby yeah. Lee. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I like him. Congratulations to Noah Waterman on the annual. Royal Strong and True Zach Selyus nomination. Ooh. Yeah, he's nominated for a royally. Hey, the royalies are coming up here. The royalies. After March Madness, we're going to, it's royalties. We're going to do the royalties. He's the nominated Zach for Zach Selyus of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you, you think we could, like, DM Zach Selyus and get him to announce the Zach Selyus of the Year award? <laughs> Is he on Cameo? <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm going to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You just send us a voice recording. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. All Good right. Stuff. Um, I wonder how he'll think. Like, okay, Zach says a year award. What the frick? It's going to Dude, Noah Waterman? What does that mean? What the? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, good episode. Any parting thoughts? Good stuff before we get out of here. Uh, We haven't seen Caleb Loner since. It's almost the end of the first half. Yeah, no, they took him out and they started scoring again. So <laughs> they literally have scored twelve points since he is he was out. Yep, in like three minutes. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, this layup. Okay, just a stat pat okay. right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, parting thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, what should we tease something for next week for the listeners? Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll just go around the circle. Uh, I'll start. One a basketball championship recap for me. Um. WCC tournament update. Ooh, for me. Wasatch Wolves hate week for me. Hey. Oh, there we go. The trifecta of teases for next week. Don't miss it. You know, we're, I'm gonna add that to the script now. This is what we're gonna do at the end of every episode. We're gonna do a tease from each of us a for tease. next week's episode. That's exciting. All right. Yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True podcast. If you are still listening 
at this point, first of all, we love you. Thank you. <laughs> I, yes. We don't know why, but we love the fact that you're doing it. Uh, comment on our latest Instagram post the word LAMP. Just just LAMP. No caps. Has to be all lowercase, otherwise we're not going to count it. No context. If you do that, we will shout you out. We love you guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at LoyalToRoyalPod. Make sure you are checking out all of Jared's Big J things on the Daily Universe Sports on his Twitter page as well. And check out Dan's liked tweets to learn more about RSL. On yeah, Twitter. very true. <laughs> Dan caught RSL by the other way. But the other oh, day, true. The, yeah. tell the story. I called them out. They posted their stats graphic after the game. And the teams were switched. Oh. <laughs> the stats were for the wrong teams. And oh, I was like, no. Yo, this is switched. And then they deleted it and fixed it. So. Let's Dan go, got Dan. Him. Got him. Dan, we just learned about this in my journalism class. It's called the watchdog role. One of the rules of free press, it's the value of free speech. Okay. Uh, they defined it in court. Is It's called the watchdog role. And it's for citizens like us and journalists to keep those in power in check. Oh. And that's what Dan is doing. Dan's yeah, a watchdog. My First Amendment rights put to use. <laughs> Amazing. Is that the First Amendment? Yeah. First Amendment. Yeah, it is. Free. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Freedom. All right. America. Applebee's two for 20. Thank you. Applebee's is not a sponsor of this po- podcast. Goodbye now.